This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, it's Dave here. Over at the Cinemile High Club at patreon.com forward slash the Cinemile, we are going to be doing weekly recap episodes of For All Mankind Season 4. If you haven't already seen this show, please just go out and find it. It is on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, so here is the first episode which we're giving uh, here on the main feed for free. And if you want to keep up uh, with the weekly recaps, then just head over to patreon.com forward slash the cinema. Hello, patrons. Hello. We are here to talk about For All Mankind 4. For All Mankind. That's Amazing. what it should be. Four they, decades, four it seasons. It should have been two Mankind, two Furious. It should have been, yeah. Two, uh, two seasons ago. Um, we are thrilled that this is back. I, I kept having the fear that it would have been delayed because of like actor strikes or writing strikes, but I guess it had all I been kind of I think timing just kind of worked out. Yeah, it worked it really well. So here we are, uh, full spoilers now for seasons one to three of For All Mankind mm-hmm. and for season four, episode one of For All Mankind. Mm-hmm. We are going to be doing um, this weekly. Mm-hmm. As right, we did last season. Right here on our Patreon, the Cinemile High Club. So I think we've been talking about it since season one, but I think last year was the first time we did every episode, isn't it? I like, think so. Yeah, and yes. um, yeah. we know our patrons love the show like we do. And actually, I put up on our Instagram that, um, we were gonna, that it was coming back and that we were going to be doing weekly episodes again. And loads of people messaged being like, A, I didn't know it was back, which I think... It, happens a lot with apple that people kind of miss stuff and there's no actors are promoting it and then be like loads of people subscribed back to patreon again just yeah. for this so people love this uh, amazing show and so if for any reason you're listening to this and you haven't watched any of this i don't what why are you, are you yeah. listening to this go but away. go and watch it because this is an incredible this is um, despite some blips in season three, the overall this is one of the best shows yeah. on, on TV. And we always tell people who haven't watched it yet, like obviously start on season one and like give it a couple of episodes and then trust us. And then right. jump right to season three, then go back to no. season two. Give right. season one a couple of episodes and then you'll get into it. Now we need to just kind of pick up where we left off, which wasn't a good place for us on this show. No. So and a lot of people online because actually um I was listening to like some pod I was listening to some I was listening to the For All Mankind official podcast last season, which I think I'll do again this season because it's always interesting. But yes, then I, I hosted was, by Danielle herself. Yeah. Um, and I was reading a lot of like online after it had aired as well, and like everyone was in agreement with us that they hated the the whole bombing plot. It was just it was bungled. Yeah. If you ask me. It was it was bungled and it was boring yeah can we think of another b but i also just think it was just like uh high drama for the sake of it right what for all mankind has always been its strength has always been that the big crises moments or crises were always grounded in a character decision right Mm -hmm. um the ed in season one you know um taking a Russian hostage because he'd just discovered that his son had mm-hmm. died. 
Ed in season two. <laughs> Ed in season two with his finger on the on the button about to to start World War Three, um, and he's discovered that his wife's having an affair is leaving him. <laughs> Tracy uh, Gordo deciding to put tape over the yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll never forget. I will never forget that scene. Season three was season short. Season three, they the tried show to si- thought that we would care about Gordo and Tracy's kids. We didn't. Well, the Danny stuff, I we kind of hated and, and I think it did kind of all come together in the end. Yeah, the Danny stuff, fine. But his brother, it's I mean, the brother. again, they tried for the same thing. We're going to root this character's decisions in, you know, a natural frustration from his parents being, being like, um, be, be dead. And um, and, dead and also how they were treated by what he, what he sees as like vilifying NASA. And then I do think they tried to see like, a general discontent you know they're very good at establishing like the wider context of this alternate absolutely uh, uh, present in the politics and people and i I loved this idea that the the uh, because of um whatever they they invented fission nuclear fission or whatever clean energy that oil uh, rig workers Mm -hmm. and uh, fossil fuels were just gone overnight yeah it was really interesting. in the 90s the alternate so, history is one of the most cool things about this oh, it's show it's fascinating and so that would create a lot of um discontent and that was largely around uh, president ellen's plot in uh in season three so that's fantastic that's fascinating stuff yeah. and and yeah i can see why there would be a domestic terrorism incident yeah and we forgive but, it by the way we're here for season four we forgive so them. all that seems fine but just having to go through the motions with that Moany little it's the character yeah. he re- from the first from the moment he showed up in ep- in the first episode at the wedding we were like oh no and also you're just not with him i just wasn't like i, was I didn't i just not with him i just wanted to slap him i want i hated all the people he was with and then it just felt silly it felt movie of the week with the character the, like, better the the, the 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 van parking up and it was very it was jack bauer kind of stuff and the show do is better than this do karen like that yeah and uh, not no what was worse was that the, yeah Karen dying whatever significant sad but they, they they killed Molly kind of and then like left her husband no who was a fantastic character and also loved Karen give him nothing he got no finale no send up anyway sorry somehow look, one more thing though to reference somehow Ma- and I love this for her albeit it kind of didn't make sense Margot managed to escape the rubble and hide in Russia and go to Russia and yeah. the end of the last season was very fun when it was like the future and yes. Margot was in Russia now, so we're clean here slate, we're here water under the bridge yeah. we forgive you fam like we're obsessed we're on to season 4 yeah so we've just watched episode um, 1 let's talk about quickly sort of the um, the fill in the gaps uh, you know the, the, the shows the show naturally jumps a decade or so every Seems season seems to jump 7 years um, yes and we we if you're any, anyone else um I don't know if you guys watched this, but we we watched all the news reports that come as bonus features. Yeah, there's like a rail on Apple that's like bridge the gap between season three and season four. So we obviously went in and watched all the bits. You can watch a year by year. There's different news reports. It's fun bonus content. It's honestly, it's a like a, it's a more boring version of the montage that you get at the beginning of the yeah. episode. Anyway, we kind of forgot. But it's you a got bit more that. detailed, but it's still interesting because they explained the alternate history, and it's really interesting how like. Gore beats Bush, but it's still really tightly contested. But it's just the opposite because Gore beats him effectively for reasons, but because he's coming off the back of a opposite party, the Republican uh, president. Yeah. So like, there's time for a change either way. But um, what I love are the things that uh, they were the uh, history that their their um world just mirrors ours, but slightly differently. You know, some things love that. will play out. Like they still have reality. They still have um the Osbournes. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that the Osbournes, but they had a, they have another rea- so reality show is still a thing now in two thousand and one or two. There's like a reality show on Mars. There's or a moon moon miners, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny, uh, and uh, also plays into one of our new characters who we'll talk about shortly. Mm-hmm. But the other s- significant things were um, the Soviet Union still exists. Berlin Wall never fell, mm-hmm. um, or as far as I can tell. Um, but the um, but 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 it has become a capitalist um, uh, uh, enterprise, much mm-hmm. like it did in real life. So we see a lot of uh, the same footage of McDonald's and Louis Vuitton and Hugo Boss going in, and it becoming and the economic boom in Russia, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of that did happen, and Russian oligarchs. Uh, so so um, a lot of that, but it is 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 the same, but with very different contexts because mm-hmm. the Soviet Union still exists, and we'll talk about Margot in a second. The other significant things um, were Ellen getting a second um, term. Yeah. And we didn't see Ellen in this ep- episode, which was interesting. But we, sure we, get, we get told she married um, her long lost love, Pam. which is nice, Pam. And that they live happily together, I think, in Texas. What um, I think is one of the things we were worried about when we started watching this was like, boy, they, like, they've killed Karen off. Um, they killed, obviously, Gordo and Tracy off, which, again, we'll never, ever forgive them for. And there's a lot of other... like they had brought in kind of younger actors to fill the void but they they we don't feel like they've no replaced, danny no danny here yeah they've not replaced the roster as strongly yeah so i love that it's just like look at what age is ed i don't know but he's still in space there and, are- and that's <laughs> ed baldwin i was thinking about it when he when i when we were watching the recap for season three because we had to refresh ourselves but it's like shivers are in my spine like i think ed baldwin is like top five tv characters of all time He's he, so charismatic, yeah. that actor. He's and when we listened to the official podcast last year, there was an interview with him and the young Danny. Um, oh, with yeah, with Danny talking about when they filmed that scene where they were like locked in a bunker in season three and stuff. And, and Ed is just he's so intense in real life, and I mean that in the best possible way. Like he's like he, I imagine in real life, aside from how he looks, he's a very tall, like muscular person. But I would say he can any room he's in, he's like the person everyone's paying attention to. Yes. His charisma is like off the charts. And he's not American, which surprised me. I think yeah. he's Swedish or something. He's got an accent. Yeah. Um, um, he, and Ed Baldwin is such a fascinating character. And I think one of the reasons I, I'm dwelling on him a little bit is because it's Ed and Danny are really the only ones we have from the first season now. And Ed obviously... Oh, no, that's not true. You've got Danielle, Dan- that's who I Margo. Mean. The first season. Oh, da- you said Danny. I thought you meant Oh, Danny. sorry. I mean from the astronauts. We've only two astronauts sure, left. yeah, yeah. And Ed, because he had the, the, that time when he, in even though Danielle's been in it as long, and I love Danielle as well, he had more emotional impact on us in season one because of the whole plot with his son dying he's and then him being so stranded much, in Mars. So much tragedy. Exactly. He. I feel like we've been with Ed his whole life. Like, yeah. I feel like the show has really made me feel like that. That's why a show like this is so good. It's when it time. spends so much time, yeah. you feel it. Anyway, we like need to say. talk about this episode. Right. We're we're, so we're gonna, talking about how much we love. We're going to break it into characters. We're going to start in Russia with um, Margot. So Margot is living her worst life. <laughs> <laughs> it's very miserable there she just like but I think what, what I like about what they've done here is they've they've really very subtly set up how, how miserable it is just like by little things like, like the <laughs> details of like her strapping a hot water bottle to the inside of her coat Wait, by the way the I'm like pathetic things but also I wanted to use that because I, I I'm sitting with <laughs> a hot water bottle right now like but there's something but like she's got her hand bandaged up like and that, no we'll talk about the sort of uh, the general aging up of the characters and it's a bit of a mixed bag but Margot feels 
like old. She's and she's such a good actress. Wrench. So Schmidt. good. I love she's, her. She's kind of walking older. She's uh, wearing so many layers. She looks so just like depressed. Depressed. But yeah. you know when someone when a, sh- a shot opens to someone and their feet get out of bed and get into a pair of slippers. That's just movie short for oh you're old. <laughs> yeah. Like have you ever seen a young you're character old or you've given up on life? Have you ever seen a young character doing that? <laughs> Wearing slippers. No. No. Just the shot that shot of the, the foot coming out of the bed. Um But I feel like I've been doing that since I was in my twenties. Yeah, but you're not slowly you're getting not out of bed and my slippers. Yeah, they don't do that for groaning. young people on TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, her life seems like spectacularly dull. Yes. Now we've and only kind of seen two days in the life. Well, we get a sense, yeah, but we get a sense that she's um, she has a routine. You know, she talks to the and she's got some she's she got some pigeons. friendliness. She speaks to you know she has an, a friendly interaction with the baker who's nice and knows her and gives her something extra. I love how she she's speaks Russian, but with her like ha amarga. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spasiba. Um, <laughs> and, and like she never got to hook up with Sergey after oh, all that oh that's another like, tragic thing tragic. he ended up in America he it's has just this, like he has this brilliant life in America and she's living in this like awful place I know um, but what else do we learn she, so she's a she's a creature of a habit she's got a routine she's got sort of acquaintances she's friendly with people but doesn't seem to have any friends seems to be very isolated and then when she finds out uh, about the asteroid um, issue she goes to Cosmonaut HQ or whatever that is. Apologies, mm-hmm. um, and has a, a rather interesting confrontation where uh, where we see the old, a spark of the old Margot. Coming, I love that. Where she's like, he's like, what do you think that you could do better than us? That your you, everything you know is ten years out of date. And she goes, mm, something. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but she's just like, in your case, just about everything. <laughs> I know. I love that. <laughs> Just about everything. And <laughs> um, we think that her and Elena or Elena are gonna Elena are gonna Oh god, is reco- it Elena or Elena? I can't remember. We think they're gonna Google. reconnect though this season. Margot ain't sitting in Russia by herself for the rest of the season. No way. And then that woman shows up at the end on the bench and starts talking about birds migrating for winter and leaves her phone number for Margot. So. I mean that's classic KGB stuff. So good. The birds are migrating north <laughs> for the winter. Um soon a spring will come <laughs> and you will change. Is she a, la- a, le- a leader? Yeah, a leader. No, you're right, a leader. Um, so anyway, because at one point it cut from a, a scene with a leader to a scene with Margot as well, just reminding us. Yeah, I mean that's where the drama is between those two. Um, and why don't we why don't we hop over to uh, a leader then? Unless you've anything hop, else skip to and say jump about, to a leader. Uh, about Margot. No, just that I'm happy to see Margot back, and um, and they've done a good job on her aging up. She she looks significantly old, but she looks like they've it's she's aged twenty years because she would have. Just yeah. by the whole, like, being out of the game. She's in exile, like. Yeah. Like, she lives she, she by herself. She doesn't even have a piano. Do you remember? She used to love the piano. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But, but what I don't understand is, does she have no money? I guess she probably doesn't. Because she faked her own debt, so, like, it's not like she can access funds. Yes, Because like, she, she would have been very rich in America. Good question. I don't have a sense of that. Neither of us do. I'd love to hear What's everyone's um, thoughts in the comments. What is her position here is she because uh, she i believe Maybe she gets like an old age, a russian old age pension no i no i believe she's off the books with the kgb that's who the contact was she she is officially dead and she is she basically no an asset of theirs yeah and if if it were to come out if the americans were to realize that she was alive she would be done for treason if i was her i would like i would say hop on a train to poland or something i wouldn't stay in russia no, but she is basically a prisoner of the KGB there. 
That's that's. That, I guess they showed someone was outside her car. That's my yeah. They're car. watching her, so that's my interpretation of her situation. I think she should hop on a train to Poland and then she should fly to Ireland, where we will welcome her with open arms. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Go on in, Margot. <laughs> what are you talking about? We we would if if it was between the Soviet, the Russia and and America, Ireland would 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 ship a, a fugitive off to. Off to the States, no bother. No, I just mean in the alternate noughties of Ireland, I think we should have had a NASA station as well. And Margot could be the one to set it up for us. Sure. Do you think we'll finally see the first Irish person in space <laughs> on this show? I do, yeah. yeah. Right, who are we on to? I Alayda. feel like we already saw that in a previous season. We did. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. Um. Someone in the comments is, everyone's listening saying, yeah. screaming, no, that Yeah, but Irish everyone person. goes to space now anyway. So in, in this show, That's it's not true. a big deal anymore. Yeah. And we'll get to our new character, mm-hmm. uh, a minor man, mm-hmm. um, minor dude. Um. Right, let's go to NASA then. Let's go to Alida. Um, so Alida, um, we learn her... Who we've also followed since season one, but she was like a very... It was a different actress. I think when the actors change, you've less... Yes. Like same with um, some of the other characters. So they haven't aged her up as much, but then she's gone from maybe 30s to 40s. So not a huge amount. All they've done is given her a haircut, really. Yeah. But... They, um, I mean, I, I it bothered me last season with the show as well when they really get into the aging stuff. Like... Just throw a few more wrinkles on. Just I help know. me Just along. Just a little bit. Like, as a viewer, I, I need to see some wear and tear. I think they blew all the budget on Ed. <laughs> His he hairline. Got, he got all the makeup. <laughs> and then it's like, sorry, we don't have enough putty for you. So because we're just we going to give you a bob. We just watched bodies and like, we saw what they did to Stephen Graham. <laughs> yeah, Like, I know. he looked old. It's still, they, I gotta say, they are still doing a better job than the X-Men uh, first class movies. Where they also did the same thing of each movie pushed on a decade. And Michael Fassbender didn't age an iota from over 40 years. Um, but well, they did an incredible um, job on Professor X. Because they eventually made him look exactly like Patrick Stewart. No, they didn't. They just shaved his head and it was just James McAvoy with a shaved head. No, anyway. I mean when he aged... And it was Patrick Stewart. Oh, I, I see. That's so joke. clever. Um, yeah, right. Elida is, has PTSD. Yeah. Right. So we get this, we see this in, uh, when she's on the ground in the crisis situation that's happening with the asteroid Doesn't project. It seem to have happened to her before because she seems really, she's like, what the, like she did. Oh, you think? It, yeah. I think she was like, what's happening? Or like she, I think it's probably the first crisis situation she's been in that room since the fire. Oh, perhaps. Because she seemed completely caught off guard by it, didn't she? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. This could be routine for her and what you're describing just could be her reaction to the PTSD. Yeah. Um, I don't well, know. I don't, think, I don't think it is, though, because I think she's in one of the most, appearing to be one of the most senior stressful jobs. And there, I don't think they'd leave you at it if you you're were right, walking away right. in the middle of a crisis. This, this, if, this is probably going to be a career breaker for her yeah. if, if, unless, if it goes unchecked. Well, she can have a different career, but she can't be the person who's in a crisis who appeared to sure. need to press a button that she wasn't pressing or whatever. That's true. And she had to run away and, and go to the go to the bathroom. Um, so what else I like her haircut, she's though. Ignoring, uh, she's ignoring calls from NASA. She's working from home before it was cool. She's working from um, home. It is not 2020. Yeah. No, I think maybe she's just saying that to her husband. But what about her boss that is the new head of NASA? Yeah, we- so new director of NASA. Um, we is- think he was being too nice to her and he's a secret bad guy. Definitely. Yeah. He's no, no, here's what I think. So his name is Eli Hobson. He's played by Daniel Stern, um, who is uh, what the, jo- the, not the, the, the robber, the wet bandit from Home Alone who isn't Joe Pesci. I'm amazed you um, spotted that. Like, after you said it, I eventually was it's like... It's the nose. Oh. He's got a very distinct nose. He looks um, so different. So he, he... I thought he was the guy who come back from season one or two who'd pissed his pants. I, I thought it was no, that character. No, it's not him. 
I don't think we've seen this character before. Uh, no, it I seems don't think. to be. Because uh, it seems like he, Al Gore brought him in. He's Goa's man. Yes, and he mentions that he was uh, heading up Chrysler at one point, um, which is uh, was mentioned in the uh, the news montage as being incredibly successful, which I don't think happens in our world. I don't think that's a very popular car brand anymore. Um, but what do we know about him? He, uh, yeah, he seems really, really nice, um, which I think is Too always nice. a red flag. Also, he's an emotionally manipulative. Because we'll get to Danny in a minute, but he's very emotionally manipulative. He's manipulating her, her for but sure. But anyway, back to later. Sorry, I got distracted. So I think no, I don't think I don't think Eli, this new uh, director, is a bad guy as such. I think he is a ruthless capitalist. Like Danny mentions that he a has made a lot of cuts. I think he's a, he's a financier. I mean, I think he's, he should have made so many cuts. Like, I've long been astounded at how much money people in this world are spending on space travel. It's absurd. But in this world, it's having... In, I mean, this world, in the in, TV world. Oh, and this, but yeah, but it's having incredible real world applications. Like, they, they, they invented clean energy. Yeah, but they've already invented it, though. Oh, so, so you just stop? What's yeah. next? The Cathy, wait till they start mining those asteroids. <laughs> you just stop. What's going to come out of that? Like, they're going to have all these rare minerals. People can just stop once they've achieved something. Like You don't go to That's Mars and then mine works. asteroids. You keep going, Cathy. Then you create interstellar travel. Then you go to the next galaxy solar system and so on. Like, And then you discover life and then Star Trek happens. Okay. Obviously, Ronald D. Moore's end goal with this. Okay. He just um, started. He, he worked backwards from Star we Trek. We need to finish up on Alita. So basically, she's like freaking out. She's at home. She's having some sort of a crisis. And then... We cut to Margot. So she's thinking about Margot in that scene. And she's just kind of like... I mean, her whole well, world fell apart. Because remember, Margot was her surrogate mother. Yeah. And Margot was and her mentor. And it was mentor. a huge betrayal for her as she well. She was her mentor, yeah. her kind of parent, her friend, everything. And then Alida herself is the one who, had to f- who figured out what she was doing. So psychologically, that's all completely traumatic. And that was all coming She'd to a head. Guilt. And then she was in a bomb situation. Yeah. So like Ali did an awful time of it. And I think in the last season was she like kind of separating from her husband or something but they seem to be back together again. She's another kid now. They're, they were having um, marital issues because of her father who was living with them and had Alzheimer's. Oh yeah. And he does not appear to be in this season. No. Um, but I think the issues weren't necessarily that the father was there but that she was leaving him at home alone all the time. That's true and as well. He, and letting yes. him mind the kids and stuff. Yeah. Okay so let's so we've kind of who else are we talking about on earth? Uh, Danielle? Danielle. So we first meet Danielle at um, Danny's wife and kid's house. And so we were both party. like, wait, is Danny dead? It took us a minute to, to realign. And Danny is mentioned here. So Danny's wife says that, you know, it gets easier each year that he doesn't show up. But there's, there's, a, there's a question mark hanging over this whole episode. To but Danny. we thought so last, he was last dead. Last we saw Danny. No, la- no, last we saw... We don't know Danny's dead. Last we saw Danny, they had... Um, uh, they were on Mars. They they locked him in that, or they sent him to that North Korean um, uh, spaceship that had landed on Mars, where that North Korean astronaut had been living and eating canned food for months, and they left him with that same canned food. Right. Um, See, I struggle. I think. I think we. I don't know. I struggle to remember the end of the last season. Well, it was a while ago. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, so that's the last we saw of Danny. And they Danny. didn't have Danny in the recap either, interestingly. So we don't know. Poor Danny though, right? All that happened to him up in space. And then only he comes down and his bloody brother is a terrorist. I know, after all that. Well, we don't know if he came back. We don't know if he survived that. We don't know. 
I think nobody he's... is talking about whether he's alive or dead. It's yeah. all very vague. Da- yeah, Danielle it. mentions him again later to the director when she's speaking to him about everything that happened with Danny. But we don't we don't know the outcome there. Remember, Danny was in love with Karen as well. Like his brother basically killed Karen. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, <laughs> yeah, essentially. And we do um, find out in the news recaps that Danny's brother, um, his annoying cohort and his bombing plot went to jail, thankfully. But the brother seems to have gotten some jail time. And I hope to God never shows up on this show again. Yeah, well, they took a plea deal or something, didn't like they? To, um... They better not bring him back. Yeah, yeah, he was a, like he, was he, a witness. he will serve no plot now. I don't think they'll bring oh, him God, back. Oh, God, yeah, I hope he doesn't come back. But anyway, Danielle is at Danny's kid's birthday, and Danielle seems to be kind of like happily retired. She seems happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, um, and we meet her and her husband again briefly. Um, and sorry, simultaneously to this, we've been watching Gen V, and the whole of Gen V, we've been like, who's that guy? Yeah, it's who's him. that guy? It's Danielle's husband. So he's played a, a role in Gen V as well. Um, of Polaris um, I mean tough life for him like he's basically been a like space widow like he's just been down in earth while Danielle's been like because you remember the last season like they I think she married him and he had a son or he had a daughter and he had a son yeah and and she kind of finally had this really nice life after all the stuff that had happened with her husband who had died and then she went up to space again and then it seems like she was up there for years again because they I think they were there 18 months after we left them that's right and uh, she has been now back, she mentions, for seven years. Yeah, it's been seven years since she was up there. Right, but it's been like probably 10 years since the last season. Yeah, yeah. roughly. So, and, and so basically, Danielle, do you know what? She had a lovely life of domesticity. Not for long. No, so Eli asks her to go back up because uh, one last job. You're the only one who can do it. He really manipulated um, her because she was like, I'm here because of my friend who died, the Russian guy. And then he was like, oh, yeah, that must have been terrible. That's why you need to go up again. And that's when Dave and I were like, okay, we could never... Could, could you ever turn a screw like that on someone who's grieving? That's why, why this guy is just good at being a, C, a, a CEO. I think he's manipulative. I think he'll go to the bottom line. I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy, but he's going to make some very cold, calculating he decisions. He needs someone up there. Like, his friendliness is is a... Uh, is a, uh, a tool. A tool for... Yeah, exactly. I mean, he is... When he explained why he needed her, it's interesting. It's like, the Russians love you, the South Korea... Or the North Koreans love yeah. you, and the Americans love you, and you're the only person who can tell Ed Baldwin what to do. And exactly. then you're kind of like... It's a smart decision. It's a really smart... But, but no, I am not ageist, right? I don't quite know what age this is supposed to be, but can I tell you something that I know? Go. In Cork, where we live, um, there's been all sorts of issues, right, since the start of the school term, where we're in full employment. School buses can't get bus drivers. All these school buses stopped. It's been a disaster for parents. Do you know one of the barriers blocking them hiring school bus drivers? They are not allowed to hire people over the age of 70, even though lots of retired people would actually drive buses, right, for a bit of cash. If a 70-year-old cannot drive a school bus in Cork, <laughs> why are they sending Danielle to space? Well... Like, what age is she? So let's work it back. What season did this start in? Okay, so it was the 60s. Um, it was the so, early 60s, and they were in their 30s. So and it's 40 years later, so they're in their 70s. Noughties. Right? So She's they're, a 70-year-old. They're in their early, early to mid-70s, is my guess. So you're telling me now, I know Ed, space Ed travel... could even be in his late... <laughs> It's a hundred. Like, yeah. okay, I know they're saying like space travel super easy now. You can fly to Mars faster than you ever flown before. It looks very comfortable. We get a glimpse of it at the end. They're but all like, in a little seat. It's 
absurd like and I totally love that the show's doing it for us because I would die if the show didn't have Ed and Danielle in it but it's absurd and nobody it's not even like she says look I'm maybe a bit old for it like well there's an argument that, that well look clearly Ed's plot is like um, he's very ill I'd say he's ill like uh, and and so he's not he and and I think you know we'll talk about it in a minute but that's why he doesn't want to come back because he knows he won't Get to medical. go up again. He won't yeah. pass the medical again, but he obviously did pass the medical. I guess five years no, ago I, when I he went up. I don't think Ed ever left, though. I think the implication is Ed's been there since the last mm, season. I, maybe, maybe. I don't, I don't know. think he's come I don't back know. to Earth. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Um, let us no, know. I, like, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You're wrong because in one of the news reports there was a photo of them all arriving back the original right. Mars mission. So, but he went back up. Now, now his his um his daughter uh, Kelly says oh yeah uh you know when he's talking to her mother-in-law the uh the, the russian woman they said he said the same thing in 98 said the same thing in yeah 2000 and 2001 so he's been up there for four or five years yeah um, but anyway danielle just kind of oh, it's interesting because she's like i'll think about it and then she has that lovely scene with the guy who was in who who was in the last season who kind of all that conversation and he came out being gay in Mars. Space, that yeah. was very fascinating so. and kind of caused ellen to come out in the end and then he's like kind of happily engaged which i thought you know what we've so few characters left in the show that it's lovely to bring that's one nice in. To, and nice lovely. to tie off yeah that. really nice now but now but for me they did have a nice scene i love danielle um but i feel like the, the we were one scene short of her decision oh yeah I couldn't at the end I was like, like wait what she's the, but then you remember the show though they skipped time I but know, I feel but like they could have given us two minutes of her and her husband together having on, a conversation exactly. he's such a sideline character she had a character. few seeds there but like come on it's like suddenly oh she's just going but then remember though we know Danielle she's like I know okay, she was always gonna go not to bring everything back to her the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary which we're obsessed with but the way he's like oh like he will do anything to achieve his goal. He's completely single-minded. That's not like professional athletes are like, Danielle's goal has always been to be like, she's the first American to land on Mars. Like she's not someone who's yeah, sitting around probably wanting to be at Danny's kid's birthday party doing the dishes. I do feel for her husband. Um, and I, but I, I cannot wait for her to be reunited and say hi, Bob. Oh hi Bob. Cannot wait. And I'm so happy for Ed that she's going up because when we see him at the end and he's just, this fucking old man sitting in this room with, this, with no all these friends. Mem- all these memories. Yeah, so I think for him, photos. I think he needs, anyway, we'll get to him in a second. Before, so we finish on Danielle down on Earth. The last person on Earth is Kelly, um, who had, didn't have much plot in this. And I feel like they've no. sidelined her a bit because she was one of our, her and Danny were like our new astronauts. So they can't be leaving Kelly down on Earth with the kid. Well, it's, She needs up there it as well. Seems that, that seems to be her, um, she's a, uh, stay-at-home mother or is she working for NASA we don't quite know we don't get a sense in this no we've we no just idea get a sense what her of her as a mother her main plot is that she wants her dad to come to come back but like we only we literally and she I wants her we, mother-in-law out of that I think we only got one actual scene with her the other scene was on Ed's phone that's true so yeah, we've yeah. no sense of what her job is so you're right maybe she does work for NASA but I'm just like get Kelly back to space like also I want to know more logistics but then, about but the then, but do you want Kelly to leave her her well, seven-year-old son behind i don't know but i just feel like we need more we don't Not know really. anyone in space at the moment do you I know guess. what i mean yeah yeah um well we do because let's talk about our new character well one more thing on kelly though i want to know more on the science behind your kid because remember last season there was all the stuff about her being pregnant and like it was the first baby G. born in space yeah, yeah was yeah. it born in space well it was think... born in mars 
Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to see the kid like floating around. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry the kid was born in space because they jettisoned her. They jettisoned her, they... her and her pregnant frame up into space. <laughs> this is something to I get can't to remember. the spaceship to have the baby, right? I think That's I blanked the end of last season because it was so Because <laughs> she couldn't have the baby on Mars for some reason. But I wanted to see this, this kid now that's alive. It seems like a perfectly nice kid. I wanted to see some weird shit going on because he was conceived in space like what's the lasting implication I mean I guess nothing is the answer yeah I was it thinking seems... that he might have like funny like gravity like couldn't he's got he's, he's like he... weighs double remember the way Danny was like maybe he we- maybe and... he weighs half <laughs> and he can jump twice as high as any other human this and, is and what I it's need. actually not a Star Trek origin story it's an X-Men origin story also you know the way they're trying to be like like she's like come home for your grandson it's like yeah. that kid's like seven if he hasn't seen the granddad in like four years, like no offense, but he won't really care. Like our kids barely remember someone they saw care. a month ago. He like. does care. He calls him Poppy and talks yeah, but that's to him over, she the vi- keeps it, over the video. But she's pushing it like, yeah. like girl, Ed's not coming home. Like, but but Kath, don't she wants her um, yeah, but father to be a part of her son's no, life? She that's... can push that to her dad and in private. But like, yeah. why keep building up your own kids' hopes when you know Ed's not coming well, back? True. Like, that's it seems true. like a. Even thing. even the Russian mother-in-law was like, yeah. get real, lady. <laughs> it's like she keeps building up to the kid and then the kid gets upset and it's like, but you're the one who told the kid in the first know, place. Like, know. don't blame Ed. Like, Ed is a grown adult who's allowed to live out his final days on Mars if he so chooses that terrible life. <laughs> well, yeah, but Ed needs to be, you know, Ed needs to... to... Does he? He needs to see his family. Ed yeah, wants... I think so. I think Ed, when he knows he's about to die, should... They, well, they don't know the context of him... Of, of his illness or anything. I know what Ed She's should do. She's just like, come back, you can go back next year. This is how Ed needs to die. He needs to put <laughs> on his astronaut suit and just float into space. Like He shouldn't come back to Earth. But that's what will happen. It better. He's going to die in this season. It better. I mean, that, we, we no. haven't talked about predictions yet, but like, predictions. this is Ed's last no. season. Surely. This is my prediction. Or, <laughs> Ed is in space in 30, for the next three seasons. <laughs> Imagine. No, it's just, it's just like Futurama. It's just Ed's head in a jar. If in, they in that seasons. would actually work because it's the future, but also like sorry we haven't even got to Edge yet. Let's get to our we're just obsessed with. All them. right, so our new character is um, called Miles Dale. Uh, he's played by Toby Kebble, who oh, I was racking my brain what yeah. I know him from, and it turns out it's a load of things. He's one of those that guys. That's what but I Black said Mirror. He was, in, that what, he was in the first season of Black Mirror with that uh, that uh, uh, where you could like recall any memory with your eyeballs. Um, so he is. Um, you know, we spoke earlier about uh, the season three um, political context in America of the um, energy workers being out of work and being frustrated at the government and the space program. He is a character who was affected by that, an oil rig worker. Um, yeah, that was really interesting. And I think, yeah, great. Interesting to see this uh, uh, humanized with someone who's not a textbook domestic terrorist yeah. who I don't want to spend any time with um, so he's kind of and having... I like that he's we get a bit of a plot with him as well and like it, like what this show does well is it like fleshes him out like we meet him as his wife trying to divorce him and he's had to he's literally having to decide do I um, go to a four year trip to Mars mm-hmm. to uh provide for my family and keep my, my, my marriage together well I think that was That's an interesting a, on. one because He's making the leap of to keep my family together. She's like, your job's got nothing to do with it. We're getting a divorce either way. Yes, yeah. But no. he's doing No, no, it. but there did seem to be a reconciliation between the two of them. No, she just no? was like, oh my God, you're going to Mars. Obviously, let's have sex first. But oh, she even okay, said, this doesn't mean we're going back to get, get back together. Yeah, you're right, she did. Yeah, it does seem to be that he is clinging to some sort of... Uh, 
he he he's cling. She even mentions, you know, at one point, you know, you've got that look in your eye, like you've got another wild, wild harebrained scheme. Yeah, you know that. Like he's obviously somebody who's like he, he's there. There's talk of him having invested in in a project that didn't pay off because the market wasn't right. So he, you know, he's someone who takes kind of gambles on projects and mm-hmm. and but is he takes initiative. Um, mm-hmm. so I like the scene of him lying about going to college, and then when the guy's like, "What dorm are you in?" and he goes. What dorm wasn't I in? And that was a yeah. really good indication of his personality. You're like, oh, he thinks on his feet. Yeah. Because that's an answer that I would have probably ran out of the room on because I'd have been so panicked to say well, the wrong you, thing. You probably wouldn't have faked uh, faked on a form. Like, I would never lie on a form. That's, no, that's but I mean, it showed how he thinks on his feet. Like, he yeah, copied yeah, yeah. someone's form in the room. He made that, like, dorm joke, which completely got out of it. Um, so I, I think we barely saw anything of him other than at the end then we saw that he was on the ship with Danielle which well, was good I was a bit concerned about this character because it was all very you know cheesy where's my shirt and I've got to iron my shirt and God, just give me one more chance you know I feel like I've, this. it's all very cliche kind of stuff but I think Toby Kebbell's a good actor yeah, he's really good and, uh, and, and like, yeah I think that that's a good example his like sort of cheeky charm in that interview and and sort of sl- and then his I thought it was I really appreciated his sort of crushing like his 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 elation in the interview which I shared with him when he was being given the job and then his crushing realization that it's he can't go up for 2 years and then again having and you know how dejected he was and then suddenly this other opportunity is presented to himself but it comes with a a, a heftier price tag you know mm-hmm. it's 4 years away it's interesting cuz um, space travel seems to be more commonplace now i wonder if it like Yes, they meant there's a reference to a hotel on the first hotel on the moon. Yeah, because you know the way if you work like in the mines, it's very dangerous work and you have to go away for periods of time that you get loads of money. I would presume it's the same if you go to Mars for two years like that, you'll get a lot of money. I would imagine it's very well compensated. If I was the wife, I'd have stopped asking for him to sign the divorce papers because I want that like widow's pension if he dies on Mars. (laughs) Sure. Do you know what I mean? Because it would (laughs) be huge like. Yeah. So. And there's a high likelihood he's gonna die. Exactly, on yeah. Like, or some, take or, that or there's gonna pension. be a catastrophic issue up there. Like, so, I feel like the only thing I'm worried about for this season now, because I'm like, this episode was set up, right? That's fine. When a show skips ten yeah, years, not a whole lot happens. A lot of setup. Yeah. I'm concerned that we have only been introduced to one new character. That no, two. Well, two technically. Who's the second? You're the director of NASA, but yeah, I. But I know what In, you mean. Like. Uh, and like they'll obviously introduce more he's more of a episode, side character but yeah. like all we know in Mars is Danielle Ed and then this minor dude it concerns me yes now now I they may introduce more characters as we go but oh, I, they will but they I, have to I mean they literally have to they I agree and, and they even killed someone else who we had up there maybe um, Danny's still up there in that ship eating tins of food and, and they'll bring him <laughs> in again a bearded Danny <laughs> who's been living on tins no, they should take Tracy and years. Gordo's other son oh yeah and train him, him and bring him up no, yeah thanks. Um, well, let's talk about the incident then that happened. So this is the last plot point um, up on up on Happy Valley and outside of Mars. So there's this whole um, project to um, mine an asteroid. So to bring an asteroid to Mars for its precious minerals, we sort of uh, we meet um, Grigory, um, our uh, beloved cosmonaut, our lovely uh, the head of the Russian contingent who went to Mars in season three, uh, friend of again another inexplicably old dude. Um, so he wasn't as old but, as Ed is Daniel. But you're talking about experience as well. You're, you're right. They've, they've, they, these people have decades of space experience. So I believe it. And also just I like... I don't. Um, I mean, well, look, there's that, that, mo- that movie uh, Nyad out at the moment, about, which is a true story about Diane Nyad, the broadcaster who uh, played by Annette Benning, who who uh, 
completed a hundred mile swim um, in her 60s like people do crazy stuff And no no I know that but I just don't think any corporation would sign off from an insurance perspective on someone that old going up perhaps not perhaps not but they did and yeah. the show has to happen yeah um, but I mean what could happen what could possibly go wrong except <laughs> everything um, so we see Grigory you know I, lo- I loved all this stuff The this mm-hmm. is for all mankind at its best where you're um, you know he's 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 rubbing his hand across this asteroid that was amazing they're, yeah. they're really selling the significance of this is the first time anyone's ever been and on he's that like, asteroid they kind of implied that Ed could have been out there but he lost in cards but I was like really Ed? something like that yeah 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 it makes more sense that um, he's in the control room and I loved um, I loved watching them uh, you know this is why this show is so good this, the ingenuity of hum- the human spirit and technology and everyone coming together I love the whole idea we didn't talk about it of the, of the M7 instead of G7 yeah, you know, the Mars or 7. as well as G7 um, I'm not as, sure perhaps yeah uh, but like, I loved watching them like putting these cables along this thing and attaching it to the spaceship that's so cool it's such a cool idea it looks beautiful and then the, um, it was a, I have to say though I was a little bit bored by it like when I think of the disaster in season 3 episode 1 of the wedding of Danny's wedding yeah that was unbelievable it was a like. bit more interesting and then and then the whole thing of the gravity you yeah. Know. yeah this I, one I was a bit like okay you're you're lassoing something but like clearly I, it's gonna go wrong I'll agree with you that like I, fa- I found it it's, it's less it's inherently less compelling to be like oh my god the first man to ever touch an asteroid is like not as interesting as Going, going to, to Mars. Mars and like you were oh. like oh my god yeah, they've moved the asteroid and it's going to be hurtling towards Mars and it's going to kill everyone it's like that isn't even it it's just that they didn't catch the asteroid that's the, like, well, the issue no that's not it yet I'm telling you that's what's going to happen that asteroid that's the crisis for this season I think is that they've they've adjusted the trajectory of that asteroid towards Mars which because they were bringing it there and, I don't I, think and so. if, it, if it goes on its own course now without being adjusted by them and it impacts Mars it will have a devastating impact on the planet I don't think that's the plot because everyone in NASA will have court, will have um... no that's what they're going to figure out in episode 2 and then it's about lassoing the asteroid and stopping it why wouldn't it from... they figure it out it's Armageddon Kathy. are you kidding me they're going for the Armageddon plot there's an asteroid going to hit a planet and only an oil rig miner <laughs> can stop it yeah Toby Kebbell is going to be the one on that on that asteroid and he's going to sacrifice himself and Aerosmith are going to be playing it does feel a little bit like you know the way season one was like all about getting to the moon yeah and then season three was all about getting to Mars like it does feel a little bit like in this season like what's the ambition and, and the asteroid thing feels a bit lame got to get the rare minerals from the asteroid but they've it? already been like we've gotten rid of the need for like fossil fuels and stuff do you know what I mean like from a humanity yeah, perspective I know what you mean I don't feel like oh my god they have to get this asteroid like who cares yeah I and guess. even if the Americans get it or whoever gets it like those rich countries will just hold on to it and not share it with poorer countries anyway no 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 the, the M7 are working together they're gonna it yeah, but will there's only be seven of them like they'll share it between the seven of them well yes that's true um so, but anyway, I cannot wait. So, predictions. Danielle and um, Ed saying hi, Bob. Yeah. Um, Margo. I'm, I'm, I think I'm most interested in the Margo-Russia plot because that's like proper unknown for us. Yeah. Um, and then I just don't know if I'm th- following any other plots. Um, you've got, yeah, Alida. I'm not sure where that's going really yet. Needs, yeah, I, I, I'll agree. I, look, it, it, good, good episode. Good to see them all together, but there's not a whole lot to cling on to yet. Yeah. I mean, we'll cling on to it because we love the show, <coughs> obviously. And like, in fairness, season four, like, it's for the fans. Like, there's no new people coming into season four. Like, they they have earned the right to give us a, sl- a slow for, setup. It's for the fam. It is, yeah. It's for the fam fam. It is. 
they have earned the right to give us a slow first episode. So yeah, and and look, season three had a brilliant first episode and then kind of crashed and burned by the end. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, in fam we trust. Exactly. So guys, thanks for listening. Let us know in the comments what you thought. Of, Every single prediction of this you episode. have, please. Yes, predictions, please. Did you like it? Did you mind that it was like eighty percent set up? How do you think? How poorly do you think they've aged Danielle? Because we thought she was the worst in terms of how they've aged someone up. She didn't look any different from the last season. Uh, no, she had a few wrinkles, but yeah. As Ed's I, hairline. As I said, the Ed, all the budget went on Ed. But the, on his hairline, because even his face doesn't look that old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like they yeah. did the best job on Margot, actually. I think Margot's there, but she's all padded up and is. But then Ren Schmidt is selling it a bit more, I think. And Ed, in fairness, we haven't seen walk. Yeah. Renschwitz shuffling a bit. Danielle's just like hopping through the She's place. Like, like, hey. Is there any, there was someone else that we were like, they weren't even aged up a second. Alida. Yeah, Alida, like they cut her hair, but like she's exactly the same. I yeah. felt like Ed's daughter looked a bit older. Yeah, no, they just, Kelly, they just um, gave her the haggard look of a mother of two. <laughs> which I, well, she only has one Absolutely. Kid. Or was that maybe one, yeah, sorry. Just a parent. Um, but yeah, I absolutely... Um, Who has to live with their mother-in-law, their Russian mother-in-law. Empathised with her the most. Yeah. Um, it seems, it, yeah, it's an interesting one that, um, it's an interesting one that I'd, for, I'd actually totally forgotten that she had a Russian, like, lover or whatever. That's why she got pregnant. Like, there's so many plots yeah, I'd forgotten. she fell in love with her because of her radio show in space. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. Right. Let us know in the comments what you thought. And um, can't wait to watch this the season fun. with you all. Very again. much looking forward to this uh, and see you all in the comments. Bye. Bye.